Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. I drove my car around that loop, and the loop is roughly a fifth of a mile. I was talking to my therapist, and she's talking about things like routine things to be adding into your day. Like, I know about routine things and how they are super, super important to weave into your day, but it's also very difficult. Very difficult. It's a mental challenge. It's a game. You never lose, but you're playing it so much that it feels like you're always stuck on level one. Okay, level f- whatever the level, but it's nice. Walking around might be boring because you're not really doing anything. You're just walking and seeing a whole bunch of different stuff. But at the same time, you can have a conversation with yourself or whoever. And it doesn't matter. You're just out there and about. I played tennis the other night with some friends outside. It was super awesome. I'm super grateful to all of you that I got to do that with y'all. You know how when you do something... You have that voice in your head that's like, don't do that, don't do that. Right before I went out to play, I put on a certain pair of shoes. And I had that thought, I'm like, don't wear those shoes. But you know what? I wore those shoes. And about halfway through, three quarters of the way through playing, I hadn't played tennis since spring in high school. Gosh, spring of 2011. But what happened? It's about three quarters of the way through. My left ankle was like, nope, uh uh-uh, you're not going to play tennis anymore. You should stop right now. And I'm like, dude, what's your deal? Get over it. It was like trying to make me fall over, which what that means is my ankle hurt really bad. I didn't sprain it. Fortunately, I'm okay. I'm grateful that I'm okay because the rest of the game, my partner carried me, and I'm super grateful for that. If you can't tell by now, I'm super grateful for a lot of things. Which, speaking of being super grateful for things, one, I'm super grateful that Sri Lanka is one of 13 countries that is now tuning into this podcast. And I don't say that by any means to boast, but I say that because it's awesome, because genuinely quirky things are making their way around the country. Or not around the country, but around the world. And to everybody else who's not currently listening, It would be cool for you to be listening because you could join in this collective of quirkiness. That's not the only thing I'm grateful for. I'm I'm overall grateful for this podcast and the ability to be able to be doing this, which, if you are just joining, is a personal and therapeutic tool that I call a vocal diary. It's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and post them for anybody who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. I'm just doing it because it's therapeutic. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am, so please give them a listen if you haven't. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. Here we go. Yes. To win, I love roller coasters. 
a roller coaster. Okay, roller coasters. I'm going to say this was, let's just say, 10 years old. I thought they were the coolest. I got this book. I got a couple books about roller coasters. And I'm like, wow, this is the coolest thing in the world. So a roller coaster, if you don't know what a roller coaster is, it is like a cart that sits on a track. The track can be however long it wants to be. I guess if there are certain rules or whatever, guidelines, regulations, all those cool things, they can either be made of wood or metal. I hope they're not made of plastic because plastic isn't very strong compared to wood and metal. Maybe someday we'll get there. But imagine where you're sitting. You're sitting in like a little cart. Let's just say a shopping cart. I think everybody knows what a shopping cart is. And if not, just close your eyes and imagine yourself sitting in a box. Now imagine that box, like a shopping cart, has wheels on it, safely and securely attached to a track that can have hills and valleys and go like all different certain directions or can go in loops. I don't know if I've ever ridden on a wooden roller coaster that has loops. Okay, you're sitting in the thing and you're rolling and sometimes it's just coasting. The basic premise of it is gravity. Mechanically, what it does is via chain or whatever, It pulls this cart to a certain height, and once it gets to that height, gravity basically just, you know, takes over at that point. It's let go of the chain. It's still attached to the tracks, but then it goes downward, and then based off whatever direction the track is going... (laughs) Oh, and by the way, you're, like, secured in with a seatbelt and sometimes even, like like, a thing that goes over your shoulders so you can't fly out. You're up at a certain height, All of a sudden, you're, like, plummeting down to earth in this cart on this track, doing all these twists and turns and maybe even loops, and you're just going really fast, and it's awesome, and the wind's, like, blowing through your hair, and you feel like you're flying. Yeah, I live less than half an hour from Six Flags. I don't know if they're open right now, but I probably wouldn't go anyway if they're open because of COVID, but it would be really cool within the next year, to go to a theme park. A theme park doesn't just have a whole bunch of roller coasters. It has, like, a whole bunch of rides that are based off, like, a certain theme, and it's a park full of them, and it's cool. Okay, just think about life. You hear people say life has its ups, and life has its downs, and its turns, and its loops, and spins, and the winds going through your hair, and sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes on roller coasters, people even vomit. Hopefully, you're not doing that all the time or ever in life because that's not fun. And it really hurts sometimes. It's basically like this crazy muscle contraction that's going on. And you're like, oh, that hurts. But roller coasters, when you're going up, you're going like at the beginning, you're going slow. You can somewhat anticipate what's going to happen next. Because, like, you're, you know what a roller coaster is. When you get to the top, you're like, wow, I can see everything. But, oh no, I'm going down now. So when you're going down, you're going fast. You, you might be scared. You're anxious. Okay, when you're going up, you're anxious. When you're going down, you're, you're scared and terrified. Or maybe you just love the thrill of roller coasters. Okay, I'm going to put this out there that I will go on 
any roller coaster that there is, as long as it is proved to be safe by certified engineers, no matter how scary, no matter if it makes you vomit, because I bet, I guarantee that that would help me in my life so much <laughs> to go on roller coasters even more. So regardless of life's ups and life's downs, it will be okay. No matter how anxious you are, no matter how scared you are, no matter the thrill, as long as you are safely secured to the coaster and the coaster is safely secured to the track and the track is safely secured to the earth and the earth is safely secured, well, yeah, it's going to be okay. To when I was surrounded by open space. Hmm. I don't know where I was, what I was thinking about with this one. Oh, okay. I don't have a specific time frame to set this with. We'll just start there. Some people are afraid of being in really, really tight spaces. Other people are afraid of being in really open spaces. But being surrounded by open space, I think of like mascotting being in the center of the football field or basketball field, the center of attention, open space. In that setting specifically, there's so much space between you and the crowd. You can see them and they can see you. But there's this distance between you, but you're still connected somehow. <laughs> sure. Think about flying in an airplane. If you look out the window, sometimes you can see other airplanes that are flying toward you, underneath you, above you away from you, and they look so small. Okay, here's a good example, and we'll stick with this. When I was in Albania, this was 2015, we went to this town. Might I remind you, I was in Albania for a missions trip. We were spending time with people our age, younger than us, older than us, drinking coffee all the time, just talking and sharing about life, and asking people about what they believe in, if they believe in Jesus or not, stuff like that. One of these days, we went to this town in southwestern Albania that was right next to the sea. I might have talked about this before, but I'm sure whatever I talk about now, if I have talked about it, will be a different perspective of that time. We were able to go swimming in the water because we were, like, camping on a beach. I think for a whole week? Wow, that was crazy. And when you're swimming in a place you've never been, you, you never know, are there sea creatures there? Are there not sea creatures? We'll just say, like, are there leviathan in the water? It's a, it's a sea creature. It's a type of sea creature. I don't know if it's dangerous or not. I was able to float, fortunately. It was salt water, so I, I was, like, more able to float. I don't think that I was wearing a life jacket. Sorry for saying that, Mom. <laughs> and anyone else whose stomach that turns. But I was so, I was like, I was able to float very easily and swim. I swam maybe one or two, f I think, I'm just going to say it was one football field length out into the open water from the beach. But I was surrounded by like, all this open space, open air and open water, and even below me was open water. I just saw this dark spot, and I was like, uh-oh, what is that? But it didn't ever move, so we were fine. 
we were fine. But being in that open space, you're like, there's something kind of terrifying about it. Okay, might I add, there were other people around. They just weren't like super close to me or next to me all the time. They might have been like behind me or ahead of me. Ooh, I like that thought too. And then we'll talk about that and then we'll move on. So it was just me and the water. And now that I'm thinking about it, with the next thing I want to say about it is what a very, very peaceful time. I was just so at peace and thinking nothing else matters but this moment. Yes, of course, other things matter and are important to me. But in order for me to enjoy this moment right now, I need to mentally be closed off from any influences that can distract me from stealing my joy from this moment. So trying to apply that into my everyday life is actually, believe it or not, very difficult. And I'm sure it's the same for you. So let's talk about this other time being surrounded by open space. It was... January of this year, 2020, when I was down in Maui. Maui is an island in the land of what we call Hawaii. It was great, and one day, okay, twice, I went surfing twice. I, I was able to stand, stand up successfully on a surfboard and ride at least a foot forward, propelled by a wave. A big portion of surfing and learning how to surf and waiting for the surf and riding the surf is patience. You swim out super far into the water. You kind of got to be far enough to where the waves are so that you can ride them a certain distance inland. Sometimes you're out there alone or just with another person or with a bunch of people trying to catch the wave. So we went one day in the evening and then a couple days later or the next morning at like maybe 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. It was still kind of dark when we got up and went outside. But we got to their water. There weren't any waves that were like taller than three feet maybe or four feet, maybe even five feet, but they didn't get any higher than that, I don't think. But it's okay because we were both out there in the water on our surfboards. Sometimes you're close to each other. Sometimes you're like maybe 20 or 50 feet away. The sun was in one direction, and this rainbow and these clouds were in another direction. And in between that was us, and it was just sprinkling rain. And I remember just laying on my surfboard, just so peaceful and calm. When you can find those moments of peace and serenity, try to seek out those moments. There's not much that's worth more than those. The only thing that was a downfall, it was a little, it was a little cold. For me, it was a little cold because I get cold quickly. But I guess that just means I'm weak. <laughs> Someone called me weak recently, but then we're like, or she's like, no, it's genetics. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's genetics. I'm not weak. You don't have to go to Hawaii or Albania. You can find it right where, right where you're at. Like, just going outside to walk around a loop without your phone, okay? The only thing I had on me were my keys, and I'm like, this is so peaceful. Every one of us, at a certain time of our lives, maybe every day, every now and then, or like once in your life, 
thinks of how to be more present, thinks of how to like focus, focus on where you're at, okay? To when I saw hot air balloons, a hot air balloon is a balloon that's filled with hot air. <laughs> what do you know? When I was very, very little, my family and I, for whatever reason, we went down to Albuquerque, New Mexico. I think I was eight, maybe seven or six or five or four. There were a bunch of hot air balloons in the in the sky. It's like a race. They have this race. It'd be cool to learn how to fly a hot air balloon. All right, I'm closing my eyes. Imagine we go for a picnic. We have a blanket, and then we have a picnic basket filled with food. We eat all the food that's inside of it, put the blanket in the basket, and then we ourselves jump in the basket. When we jump into the basket, we actually turn into dragons. Attached to the basket is this giant balloon. Let's just say the whole thing is like orange and black, kind of like a cheetah. We start breathing. We just start like blowing our air like <sighs> we're actually breathing fire and then the balloon fills up with hot air and then we do that to a point where it's so like the balloon is completely expanded and then we lift off the ground because hot air rises and then the hot air inside of the balloon lifts it up. It's just like, wow, a bunch of dragons inside this balloon. This is cool. This is great. This is awesome. I like this moment because we are away from everything and we're really at the mercy of the wind. Trying to steer a hot air balloon, I think it's challenging. Every now and then you have to keep blowing hot air into the balloon because the air cools and then as it cools, you, you lower down. You can control when you make your way back down to the ground. The wind is like this crazy phenomenon. Wherever the wind takes us is where we're going to go. But wherever we go, that's where we were meant to go. Maybe sometimes you end up in a place that you don't think you should have ended up there. But I believe everything happens for a reason. We had a picnic for a reason. And we ate the food for a reason. We put the blanket into the basket, and then we jumped into the basket, and then the blanket was a cheetah blanket, and that's, that's what the balloon was. And then we turned into dragons for a reason, and then we went up in the air for a reason, and then we went, the wind took us where we needed to go. It's like the wind knows for you, you know? If you were able to travel with me on that imaginative adventure, I really hope that you can do those by yourself and that you can explore your imagination more. It doesn't have to make any sense. Why would you jump into a picnic basket and then turn into dragons? That sounds lame. Does it, though? Does it? Or does it sound fun? I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with your family and friends and to anybody and everyone you know. Also. If you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Thanks for listening.